Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. <laughs> I can't. I can't. We do this whole show yesterday. This whole show yesterday on all of the Dan Bongino show conspiracy theories that all of a sudden have become conspiracy fact. And folks, oh shit, it happened again. It happened again. Something I have covered on this show for the longest time, how the Democrats are obsessed with this idea of demographic destiny. I get the question a lot. Why do Democrats like open borders? Just listen to them. They tell you why they like open borders. Yet, when I tell you what the Democrats say, the Democrats respond, there's a conspiracy theory. Really? Wait, just wait. Folks, my pillow is soft and absorbent, 100% long staple Sherpa cotton six piece set. It's only $29.98 with promo code Dan. Go to mypillow.com right now, click on the radio podcast specials, or call 1 800 637 4982. Pick it up. I, it just happened. Remember when I told you that they're looking for new voters and trying to get people in the country illegally to vote? Well, now you're going to have the evidence. If you own or carry a gun for protection, you need to join the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. Imagine getting ripped away from your family and rotting in prison just because you use a gun in self-defense. If a good guy with a gun defends himself or others, he might be more likely to get locked up than the criminal attacker. The justice system is no friend to gun owners like us, even if we do everything right. That's why I've been a member of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. I made the responsible choice to be prepared before, during, and after a self-defense incident. As a member, I'm able to take full advantage of the USCCA's education, training, and legal preparation. Now is the time for you to do the same. Plus, new members get a free Pelican gun vault just for joining today. And check this out. Joining as a platinum or elite level member gets you a second bonus 100% free. So you'll be getting life-saving education, training, legal preparation, the Pelican gun vault, and a USCCA survival kit. Claim yours today. By visiting uscca.com slash Bongino and get signed up. Again, the website, uscca.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, big show today. Get this thing yes, started. sir. It is Thursday and it's showtime. Yes, it is. Gonna need some heavy-duty interaction today with you all. You know what gets me going on these Thursdays, the day before Friday, which is the day before the weekend, but Friday night's a good night for me. I'll leave that for the adult show sometime. Yet another conspiracy theory comes true. So we mentioned on the show a long time ago that the Democrats have this obsession with what they call demographic destiny. The idea that they're going to let people into the country illegally, not legally. They don't want legal people in the country because they're afraid they could eventually vote Republican. Uh, they mention it all the time. Uh, they mention this replacement theory all the time. Matter of fact, Keith, can we just put the article up first in the New York Times? They actually write articles about it. This is a real article, folks. Didn't make it up. It's not a conspiracy theory. The article's called, Joe, can you read that title? What does that say? Was it? We can, we can replace them. Uh, the New York Times. And that means something can be replaced. Very stylish. I don't, holy shit, it does say that. It's, it's an article in the New York Times talking about replacing voters. And it's, I, it's actually called We Can Replace It. I thought replacement theory was a Republican conspiracy theory. And it was definitely racist, I was told. I, so strange. So 
The idea that you can replace voters is actually a Democrat thing that Republicans talk about because Democrats are obsessed with it. Well, now, as we said, that the Democrats are always looking for new voters, even if it involves mass illegal immigration. I'm going to show you the receipts that now it's true. But before we do that, before we do that, we're going to play a little montage. Now, here's a funny thing about this montage. When I was putting the show together, I was told, again, it's a big time for conspiracy theory, replacement theory. You're definitely a racist. For playing clips of Democrats, it's so strange. Uh, yes, the Democrats are racist. You're absolutely correct. Playing them is highlighting racist Democrats. When I said to Joe and Guy, I said, hey, I need a favor. Can you guys find for me the demographic destiny? You guys read the email, right? That's what it said. It took them all of what? Maybe 30 seconds to find it. That's how easy it is to find highlights of Democrats talking about the allegedly racist replacement theory. Here are the Democrats talking about demographic destiny and changing the destiny of the country through demographics and illegal immigration. Take a look. It seems harder and harder to ignore that the echoes of replacement theory and other racially motivated views are increasingly coming out into the open. In a few years, we're going to be a majority brown country. White people will not be the majority in the country anymore. This will be the first generation ever in American history uh, in which whites will be a minority of the generation at some point. As of 2007, every year, babies being born in this country, whites now are the minority. In 2044? Uh, everyone is going to be a minority. As the demographics change, as white people become the minority in the country, which is coming. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny, right? You'll be announcing that we're calling the 38 electoral votes of Texas for the Democratic nominee for president. It's changing. It's going to become a purple state and then a blue state because of the demographics, because of the population growth. I believe anybody who echoes a replacement is to blame, not for this particular crime, but it's for no purpose, no purpose, except profit and or political benefit. And it's wrong. <laughs> I kind of, it's really stunning how you can play a literal supercut from Grabian, it's a great outlet over there, of Democrats obsessed over the idea of changing the demographics of the country to change its electoral destiny and yet when you play the Democrats, they accuse the Republican playing the Democrat of claiming it's of, of racism by just showing you what the Democrats said. Why am I bringing this up now? Well, this article popped the other day, October 30th, 2023, by Betsy McCoy, the old lieutenant governor of New York. Fox News, the fine print of the Democrats' plan to turn migrants into voters. Right now. Holy shit. Look at that, Joe. We were writing another conspiracy. Oh, my gosh. Damn, so weird. So good. Almost like we talked about that. And they said we was like racisty, racist, racist stuff. Because you're talking about demographic deficit. So weird. They know Democrats may feign shock and distress, but don't be fooled. They see newcomers as their guarantee of a permanent voting majority. You can't say that. You can't say that. Not years from now after they become citizens, but right now. By the way, uh, don't take it off the screen yet. Read the article because it's not just New York. I just got a lot to get to. The article covers a number of places. New York Mayor Eric Adams' rhetoric is typical. He warns about the overwhelming number of immigrants arriving, currently sixteen to 17,000 a month, that they'll destroy New York City. 
But it's really strange. He's also leading a legal effort, fellas, to tone the, turn the migrants into voters. What? It's almost like we predicted that. And we were called racistly racist and stuff. Adams and other New York Democrats pushed President Joe Biden to expedite work authorizations for the illegal migrants, by the way. They said it's about making migrants self-sufficient. Maybe, but Dems have another powerful motive, and they go into how they'd love to have them as actual voters. Of course, this is my dipsy do flipperoo theory in full effect. What is the dipsy do flipperoo theory? The dipsy do flipperoo theory is a very technical name for a theory I have that whatever the Democrats are accusing you of doing, they are doing themselves. It's what Michael Anton calls the that's not happening, but it's great that it is thing. When the Democrats accuse you of citing a racially motivated replacement theory, they're only doing it to cover up from the fact that they've literally written articles. Gee, can you throw that up on the screen again? Called we can replace them while talking about demographic destiny and replacing white voters. That's Democrats. There it is right there. We can replace it. Is it Michelle Goldberg, a racist writing for the New York Times? Just, I'm just, I'm just asking a question. I told you the entire time. You all understand? This is real. The reason the Democrats are throwing the racist thing out there is because it's, it's been a absolutely foolproof way to shut down a conversation in the past. The problem is Democrats have called so many people racist for so many ridiculous and stupid non-racist things that nobody takes these people seriously anymore. Folks, I'm only 48, but I've been following conservative media for a long time, well over 20 years. If you were credibly called a racist 20 or 30 years ago, your career was over. You were done, finished. Joe been in radio a long time. See, you've seen it. I've, I've heard about it. You've seen the stories about it. They have thrown this ridiculous charge at so many people. Nobody even listens to them anymore. Nobody cares. Here's another dipsy do flipperoo theory. I have, where again, what the Democrats are accusing you of, they're only accusing you to hide their own role in what they're accusing you of. Can't listen, we got to do this replacement theory thing. But if we do it, it'll look like we're trying to push white voters out and we're trying to bring in different voters. By the way, this has nothing to do with race at all, at all. It has everything to do with just coming the country legally. Hispanic, black, white, Croatia, Africa, Europe. I don't care. Just do the citizenship test, raise your right hand, and come in the country. Nobody gives a shit. It's the Democrats obsessed with the demographics, not us. Freaking clowns. Whatever they accuse you of, they are doing themselves. It's actually quite brilliant. You've got a president engaged in massive fraud, the big guy taking a 10% cut, shoving it down his drawers. Look at that. And Tommy John's, stuffing him in there. I don't think he wears Tommy John's. Yeah, he's, oh, he's got a pouch. I don't know what's in it, given the way he's always sniffing and touching people. Who the hell knows? But the, Dem but the Democrats, of course, knee-deep in fraud. So what are they doing right now? Who's being accused of fraud in multiple states for bullshit reasons? Oh, Donald Trump. So Donald Trump's being accused in court of ridiculous crimes like Paying for a guy's parking spot, 
and putting in a valuation for a building that the banks could have checked and were never defrauded on at all. And yet we have actual knowledge of the Biden crime family knee deep in 25 pounds of shit corruption. And yet nothing's happening to them. Oh, there's been some developments on this. Again, the dipsy do flipperoo. <laughs> Biden's engaged in fraud, accuse Trump of fraud. We can replace them, accuse the Republicans of replacement theory. See what happened yesterday? Oh, they found another check, folks. And you know the strangest portion about this check? Oh, by the way, I should be clear. A check to Joe Biden. Yes, the president. They found a $40,000 check written from one of his family members. You know what's strange about that $40,000 payment? It's 10% of a larger payment. What do you mean, like 10% for the big guy that was in the actual emails? And the big guy we already know is Joe Biden. So Joe Biden gets 10% for allowing you to use his influence network and his last name. So they got a check and 10% magically made its way to Joe Biden. Got the actual check. Let's flip it. Let's just blame Donald Trump. Oh, you doubt me? This popped yesterday. Here's Jim Comer, really good Republican congressman all over this stuff, explaining what this about a minute, explaining exactly what they found. Check this out. It all began with a shakedown in the summer of 2017 when Hunter Biden sent a message to his CEFC associate demanding a $10 million capital payment. As Hunter Biden extorted this associate, Hunter claimed he was sitting with his father and that the Biden network would turn on his associate if he didn't pony up the money. The extortion scheme worked. Days later, $5 million flowed in from a Chinese affiliate of CEFC. Over the following three weeks, Biden family members made a series of complicated financial transactions to hide the source of the China money. Here's how that happened. First, Northern International Capital, a Chinese company associated with CEFC, wired $5 million to Hudson West 3, a joint venture established by Hunter Biden and a CEFC associate. Then Hudson West 3 sent $400,000 to an entity owned and controlled by Hunter Biden. Next, Hunter Biden wired $150,000 to Lion Hall Group, a company owned by James and Sarah Biden, Sarah Biden then withdrew $50,000 in cash from Lion Hall Group. Later the same day, she deposited it into her and James Biden's personal checking account. A few days later, Sarah Biden cut a check to Joe Biden for $40,000. The memo line of the check said loan repayment. I'm, I'm a math. Not my thing, folks. Joe, can you double check me on this? So. Calculator. Here, it's an actual calculator, just to be sure. Thank you. Hitting the right buttons and stuff. So I I, I just multiplied 400000 which was Hunter Biden's portion of the $5 million payment. I, I did a, a multiple. I'm not really good with calculators. I multiplied it by 0.1, and I come up with $40,000, $40, which is the check to, to Joe Biden, which is kind of like the 10% for the big guy in the emails from the business partners and Tony Bobolinsky authenticated. I think that's right. It, man. Oh, it's right. Yeah, I think so. He, you're a really smart guy. You play Dungeons and Dragons and Smarter stuff. Me, yeah. Is that right? 10%? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, for the 10th time, it's flesh and blood. It's not. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm just checking, folks, because, again, if you listen to the show, you were told it was a conspiracy theory that Joe Biden was selling influence. And you were told that the 10 percent for the big guy. Uh, we're not sure any of that's accurate. Definitely another conspiracy theory. And now we have an actual 10 percent of the money making its way to Joe Biden. But don't worry, Donald Trump's in court because he paid for parking or something. And I love how they frame this stuff as loans. You guys think you could get away with that? Here's what I'm going to do, Joe. I don't want to pay uh, income taxes on anybody's here salary or their payments or consulting fees or anything. So here's what I'm going to do, guys. I'm just going to say uh, you loan me money and I'm paying you back so I don't have to pay any taxes. And now, if I were to admit that on camera, the IRS would be like, uh, Mr. Bongino, we have a search warrant for your house. That happened to me. If it's Joe Biden and the president, ah, don't That's you worry eight, about it. Eight. That's, that'd be, Frank Fugazi be at the door accusing me of white nationalism or something. He'd write an article called We Can Replace Them by Frank Fugazi. This is a great business they've got going. Joe Biden gets 10%. To avoid the taxes, they just claim it's a loan repayment. John Solomon had something to say about this. Let me take a quick break. And on the other side, is Solomon sums this up great. They're running like a savings and loan scandal. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Stay tuned. Folks, Relief Ban. Relief Ban is, I have a personal attachment to the sponsor. When I was going through chemo, it, you know, it really sucks. You get nauseous. I hated it. Relief Ban got me through chemotherapy. When it comes to nausea, you got to have relief, relief Ban. My daughter uses it for the boat when she gets a little motion sickness too. It's a number one anti-nausea wristband. It helps quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. It works. I used it myself. Relief Band is natural, fast acting, and will last as long as you need it. It's 100% drug free. It's non-drowsy and has zero side effects. Plus, Relief Band helps both treat and prevent nausea, so you can keep nausea from becoming a problem in the first place. Relief Band has an A Better Business Bureau rating and over 100,000 satisfied customers, me included. So they're a brand you can trust. Relief Band makes a great gift for the nausea sufferer in your life. Do I have more in here? Oh, here it is. Keep it handy. It's my actual Relief Band I use right there. Got me through a lot. So make sure you always have a relief band on hand for those unexpected nausea moments. We've got an exclusive offer just for Dan Bongino Show listeners. If you go to reliefband.com slash Bongino and use promo code Bongino, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. Head on over to Relief Band, R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D, reliefband.com slash Bongino. Use our promo code Bongino for 20% off plus free shipping. Thanks, Relief Band. All right, back to the show. This is quite an operation they got going. But remember, keep in mind the dipsy do. The dipsy do is they absolutely, everybody knows the Biden team are grifting, hair sniffing, kids sniffing, women touching, plagiarizing losers. Everybody knows that. But the reason they accuse Trump of fraud is so you'll be distracted by the shiny red object. And it worked. 17% of Biden voters in the last election said they would have voted differently if they just would have known how corrupt this slob and his family really were. Here's John Solomon talking about not only did they get these payments, which we, no sane person believes these were for legitimate business expenses. It was influence peddling. The Ukrainians were paying for Joe Biden's influence. So was the Communist Party of China, period. Here's how they avoided taxes on it. They were running like a savings and loan operation. Genius. Maybe not. Check this out. One of the things that I think is becoming uh, a theme or area or avenue of inquiry is a loan is a loan until it isn't a loan anymore. And uh, we've already 
told the story a few months ago of the $5 million forgivable, no interest loan that the Bidens got uh, in 2017. But today we have a new loan right after Joe Biden announces he's running for president in the summer of 2019. Hunter Biden scores a $250,000 loan from a businessman in China named Jonathan Lee. That's the guy that President Biden met all the way back in 2013 when he took his son aboard Air Force Two to Beijing and they created an investment fund together, Hunter Biden and Jonathan Lee. Six years later, uh, when Hunter Biden has fallen on hard times, he now has to get a loan from this Chinese businessman who's directly connected to the uh, China, the Bank of China and other uh, entities in China. And then uh, Joe Biden wins the presidency and a funny thing happens. Hunter Biden just walks away from the loan. How does he do that? He just hands the debt to his Hollywood friend and lawyer, Kevin Morris, uh, transfers it as part of a business transaction. And voila, Hunter Biden is no longer responsible for the $250,000. We see this pattern time and time again. There's a question about Joe Biden and whether he he really had a loan with his brother or not for that other payment that Joe Biden recently got that James Comer made public. Uh, the And then we know that the IRS first began investigating Hunter Biden because he was listing income as loan so he didn't have to pay taxes on it. It was actually real income, business income, and he would call it a loan to evade paying taxes according to the two IRS whistleblowers. So a loan in Biden lexicon sometimes apparently means a gift. What a great scam. Don't you guys, ladies, wish you get a scam like that? And wonderful. Not only are you getting 10%, Joe Biden, for doing absolutely nothing other than selling influence. In other words, you're not doing value-added work. You're illegally selling your position to people, possibly classified information to countries and to get prosecutors fired. You're not doing any legitimate work. You're still getting rich off it. You have to do no actual work at all except illegal work. You're not digging ditches. You're not creating software. None of it. And then you escape the taxes by just declaring everything loans. What a deal. Wouldn't you like that? Awesome, right? Oh, and look at this. The National Archives just discovered mysteriously because we were told by Joe Biden and his team. You remember this, fellas? Joe Biden knew nothing about Hunter Biden's business operations. He knew nothing. He was Sergeant Schultz, man. He didn't know squat. Oh, look at that. So strange. 82,000 pages of email. 82,000 pages. I've been working with Joe eight years, Gee for, I don't know, three years. I, I'm pretty sure I don't have 82,000 pages of email where Joe Biden used the pseudonym. Court filing reveals his MVP staggering use of three fake names, not just one, not the deuce, the trifecta. Three fake names to communicate in private. Why is he using fake names? Sounds like illegitimate businesses. I mean, if you'd use your real name then, right? If you were so proud of what you were doing. But don't worry, folks. Donald Trump paid for parking once. And Donald Trump said his apartment was, uh, whatever, 3,000 square feet when it was 9,000. Put that guy in jail, but not the big guy in his 10%. Don't you get savings and loan operations running? By the way, this is why they're freaking out. We haven't gone to political playbook in a while because they're a bunch of commies, but whatever. The left reads this stuff all the time. This is like their Bible in the morning. So I read it to see what the communists are up to. Playbook put this out the other day. Playbook, the Biden world sinks its claws into Phillips. Who's Phillips? Bill Phillips, the old DA escrow? No, no, Dean Phillips, the Democrat congressman who's now declared that he's running for the presidency against Joe Biden. Nobody knows who this guy is. He has name ID of less than zero. So why is the Biden team so freaked out about him? 
because the Biden operation is run by a guy at the top named Joe Biden, who is a uniquely awful candidate who, if he was trying to destroy the United States, as we discussed on yesterday's show, trying to do it tactically and intentionally, he would do nothing different, folks. Zero. They are freaking out that if anyone learns, anyone is running against Joe Biden, Dean Phillips, Bob Phillips, Philip Bob or Philip Dean, that they'll just vote for anyone other than Biden. So what did they do? This is how I know they're worried. Playbook. Oh, they're doing a race car diggy. There we go. Bring in the righty, or in this case, the lefty. Every single time they get freaked out the left, they bring out the race card. What do you mean? Even against their own guys? This guy's a Democrat. Have you guys not studied my cannibalism theory? I know you have. The left will eat itself alive when they run out of victims on the right. It's the Dan Bongino cannibalism theory. You're seeing it right here. Biden's allies are now trying to pounce on Dean Phillips' own weaknesses, starting with his diversity problem. Diversity problem. Joe Biden, the guy who's like, Barack Obama smells good. He takes a shower. Put you all back in chains. I'm from a slave state. This is Joe Biden. And they're they're harping on Dean Phillips' diversity problem? Speaking to Fox, Dean Phillips slapped back yesterday at Clyburn, who's a Biden crony, by the way, for suggesting he was disrespecting the party's base of black voters by focusing his campaign on New Hampshire. That, that doesn't mean anything. The diversity problem doesn't mean anything. It means whatever they say it means. If, it, if Dean Phillips' entire campaign staff was black or Hispanic, they'd complain not enough of them are gay. And if they were all gay and black and Hispanic, they'd complain not enough of them are Asian. And then if you hire an Asian guy, they'd be like, there's not enough women. It doesn't matter. Whenever they get desperate, they go to the race card. Why do they go to the race card? They go there because it works. Now, it's losing effectiveness over time. It is. As I said to you in the beginning of the show, they've thrown out racism so much that if you would accuse a Democrat like Dean Phillips of a diversity problem, i.e. he's a racist 20 years ago, this was devastating. And you could do it credibly. Most people gaff it off. Most. But it still works because sucker Democrats fall for this stuff. All right, this next segment is going to be important. Listen, I talk about preparedness a lot. And I don't think I do this enough on the show. When I say preparedness, I'm not just talking about water. I wrote some things down, uh, things you should have in your house. I say this a lot, but write this down. You know, play the show again later, pause this section. You should obviously have a supply of water. Three or four days. Probably more if you can store it. Food, obviously. Duct tape. Something happens and you got to seal windows in your house. You're going to be looking around for duct tape. It works on duct tape. What do you call it? A thousand mile an hour tape or whatever. It works on just about everything. Potassium iodide. God forbid there's some nuclear accident. Folks, potassium iodide costs you nothing. Go get it on walmart.com or whatever the hell. Water filtration. Thermal blankets. You should have a go bag. You should have a crank powered radio. You crank it with your hand. They're cheap. They're like 30 bucks. Medical supplies. One of our suppliers, Contingency Medical. Get some antibiotics from them. Saline, a way to disinfect wounds. This is basic stuff you should have around the house. But this next segment I'm going to talk about after this quick break is more about personal preparedness, not just for your family and for some, God forbid, EMP attack or something else. People out there are dangerous. 
Not everyone, the chances of you being in a terror attack, again, are low, but they're non-non-existent. And you owe it to yourself and your family to personally prepare them. And to show you a video, I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Uh, you get a guy who doesn't want to go to jail. I don't care how big they are, tiny or scrawny they are. It could take two or three people 20 minutes to subdue this person. I've seen it myself. Stay tuned. You'll see it after this. You tired of the same old monotonous liberal flavored coffee brands? Go with the team at Blackout Coffee. Still sniffs. You believe it? Are there any sniffs left for you? Because that smells damn good. Gee, I can't believe it. We squeezed that bag maybe two, three hundred times. Still smells good. We love Blackout Coffee. I personally recommend it. I have three, four cups a day. It's a coffee company, 100% committed to two things. Conservative values, which is important, but great coffee too. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, Blackout Coffee's got an amazing work ethic. They're dedicated to you and the country. There is zero compromise on taste or quality. Do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch the other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. It's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Thanks, Blackout Coffee. You're our last sponsor of the day <clears throat> before I get to this video. Well, attention all homeowners. Do you know when to replace your windows? You may not. Feeling too hot or too cold? Fog between the glass? That's no good. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace them. If you put off replacing windows in your home because it's too expensive, well, here's some great news. You can now get a great free in-home window consultation and a free price quote from Renewal by Anderson. And right now, you can save $375 off every window and $750 off every door. It's a big savings. Just text Bongino to 200-300-200-300 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors for $0 down, zero payments, and zero interest for a year. That's right. You don't pay a dime for an entire year. Windows make a big difference. Text Bongino to 200-300 right now. And save $375 off every window, $750 off every door. But hurry, these big dollar savings won't last long. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. Minimum purchase required. Interest accrues from the date of purchase, but is waived if paid within promotional period. Go to windowsappointmentnow.com for full offer details. Thanks, Renewal by Anderson. We appreciate it. I want you to watch this video. This is what I mean when I talk about personal preparedness. Folks, listen, I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm not being coy or silly or, you know, kind of faux humble bragging. I'm, this is real. I'm a 48-year-old guy. I stay in decent shape. But my body's pretty beat up. If I were to be attacked by a trained mixed martial arts fighter in his 20s or 30s, the chances of me winning that fight are probably pretty damn slim right now. It's just true. I wish it weren't. In my 20s or 30s, I was a pretty darn good MMA guy. Right now, I don't know. My reaction time sucks. My joints don't work. I'd probably get my ass kicked. It sucks, but it's true. But I train because I can't afford that. And you know what? If I, I'm going to do whatever I can to stay alive, and that's it. And I'm still training at 48. Because I watched as a young police officer in an emergency room in a hospital in Brooklyn. I think it was Brookdale, but I don't remember. May have been Kings County Hospital. I watched 
three or four emergency service cops, SWAT cops from the NYPD. That's our SWAT team. It's called the SU Emergency Service Unit. I watched three or four SWAT guys having trouble putting handcuffs on what couldn't have been more than a 13-year-old girl. I, I saw it with my own eyes. I know because I was watching a bad guy and I wanted to help. And they were like, no, stay with that guy. They could, the, the, she could, I was unbelievable. So I, I, I say that because I spent a lot of my adult life in mixed martial arts, rolling on mats, sparring with people. And I don't think you realize like how horrific, if you don't do this, getting in a fist fight actually is. That's why you should avoid it at all costs. It's, if you can get away, get away. Do not be a tough guy. You can smash your head in a concrete and die like that. You wouldn't even know what happened. There are videos out there all over the internet. But if you absolutely cannot get away and you have to fight and you don't know what you're doing, folks, I'm telling you right now, you're going to be in hell. There is nothing worse than having a dude on top of you who knows what he's doing, bashing your face in the concrete where you can't breathe and you know there's no, no out. There's nothing worse. It's not like the movies, man. You're not going to get some burst of energy, like, like the chi or some X-Men power or something. It ain't going to happen. You're going to get killed. I saw this video rolling around the internet. It's cops in the United Kingdom trying to subdue this guy. He's not, look at me, he's, he's a scrawny guy. There's two of them. It's a female and a male police officer. And then there's, there's another two trying to subdue another guy. They, they can't do it. This, folks, by the way, this video goes on. They edited it, which was nice of them to do. You have to understand this video goes on for like two and a half, three minutes. Joe was kind enough to cut it up. This, they can't subdue this guy. Look at this guy's legs. He's got toothpicks. These are that's two people. Two people. And the guy's not that small. I'm not knocking. I'm not Monday morning quarterbacking. I, I, I just said, I've seen three trained NYPD SWAT guys in the SU having a hard time doing the same thing with a 13-year-old girl. I'd be the same guy. That's what it looks like when people don't want to go to jail and people are crazy and they attack you. Two pager. That's exactly what it looks like. Folks, the crazies are emboldened, man. They're out there right now. And if you're not training, and I'm not talking about you got to be in the gym sparring five nights a week. I'm not talking about any of that crap. Take a basic Brazilian jiu-jitsu course. Go once a month. Take, there's some great stuff out there. They've got the Krav Maga's great. Teach you how to like get in, you know, really get into it in the street. Some basic weapons stuff. Take some basic ground fighting. Take some, re you, you know, wrestling, collegiate wrestling. But you got to know how to do this stuff. Or you're going to find yourself in the same situation. I'm just trying to help you. I'm 210 pounds. I'm 6'1". I'm in reasonably decent shape. I'm telling you, I would probably get crushed in a fight with even a moderately trained 20-year-old. Why would I say that? Embarrass myself on my own show? I'm telling you because it's true. And I know what I'm doing. The crazies are everywhere, folks. They're emboldened. They're not hiding it anymore. This situation in the Middle East is spiraling out of control and the lunatics are everywhere. It is only a matter of time, as I discussed at length on yesterday's show, before something happens here and you do not want to find yourself in the suck without a firearm and no self-defense capabilities whatsoever.
I'm going to show you what I mean. This is New York City. Here's some lunatic in New York City. He is so keen. Watch this. This guy here is just trying to protect kidnap those kidnap signs of Israeli hostages. Look at this lunatic covering up his face because he's a big chump and a coward and a loser. He is so committed to ripping these signs down that it doesn't matter how many people try to stop him. The cops show up here in a second. You'll see them right there. You see him in the car. This guy's willing to get arrested to rip these signs down. How soon do you think it's going to be before a lunatic like this guy or someone else? How quickly you think it's going to be before a guy like this whips out a knife and starts hacking at some of these people? The answer is it's only a matter of time. Look at this guy. If you're willing to go to jail to rip down little paper signs of these Israeli people and citizens who've been kidnapped and killed. These lunatics are everywhere. They've been indoctrinated. They're, they're, they're on some crazy crusade to defend bloodthirsty demon savages. The craziest thing I've ever seen. But when you understand the psychology behind the useful idiot, how useful idiots like this guy get sucked into these crazy liberal movements like supporting Hamas and ripping down signs of Israeli victims. When you understand the psychology behind it, you're going to see it everywhere. We haven't played a Thomas Sowell video in a while. Shame on us. But as I was putting the show together yesterday, this video creeped up on one of my social media feeds. It's Thomas Sowell on a, on a show called Uncommon Knowledge, the Hoover Institute puts out. It's a great show. Peter Robinson hosts it. It's amazing. Sowell's on a lot. This is Thomas Sowell and Robinson. Now, they're talking about climate change as a crusade. But I want you to understand what he's saying now is the, the patina of expertise that suckers a bunch of people who are morons into movements like the climate change, global warming movement. The psychology is no different behind the pseudo expert in NYU University or somewhere else telling his students that Israelis are occupying Gaza, despite the fact they left Gaza in 2005. If you don't do your own homework, you will be a useful idiot and succumb to these movements, too. This is a great clip. Check this out. Again, intellectuals in society, there is a spontaneous demand from the larger society for the end products of engineering, medical and scientific professions. But the demand for public intellectuals is largely manufactured by the public intellectuals themselves. Yes. Explain that. How do they manufacture demand for their own services? Well, they, they, one, one thing is by uh, making, making alarming predictions, uh, offering uh, solutions to our problems. What do you make of global warming? I think it's a classic example of the uh, need for crusades. Now, people, many people are shocked by these emails. I'm not at all shocked by them. I read, I read the original UN study years ago, and I was just curious as to how they were going to deal with the question that the uh, temperatures went up first. And then there was the increase in carbon carbon dioxide, right? Because you can't say that A causes B uh, uh, if B happened first. And so I read this, and I could see they were they were tiptoeing through the tulips and the way they phrased things and so forth. They they couldn't confront that, and and now we're finding out uh, that they they knew darn well they couldn't deal with all the evidence. So it fits the pattern of a group of intellectuals, science, climate scientists mm -hmm. who are have a very narrow competency suddenly proclaiming that there's a crisis, mm. scaring the rest of us, thereby creating a demand for their services, yes. not as 
science, climate scientists alone, mm-hmm. but as a kind of high priestly caste that can tell us all how to live and save the entire yes. planet. And in the meantime, generate billions of dollars worth of government programs to fund their research initiatives. And so, so are you, it's a racket. Yes. You see the model? Make an alarming prediction. The UN refugee program says the evil Israelis have occupied Gaza. They're creating a refugee crisis. These poor Palestinians, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? An alarming, not based on any fact at all. They left Gaza in 2005. Then all of a sudden, it becomes a crusade. Stop the occupation. That's not happening. And then it becomes a UN agency, gets money from the United States in the form of millions of dollars that keeps the bureaucrats employed to argue that an occupation's happening that's not happening and you should join the crusade too. You see how it's the, bro, it's the exact same model every time. Save the polar bears. They're dying. They're actually not dying. It doesn't matter. We have savethepolarbears.com and we're making a lot of money off this. So join the crusade to save the non-dying polar bears. You see how this model works every time? That's why in yesterday's show, I said to you, the left lies all the time. They're always full of shit. Nothing they tell you is actually true. It's the same freaking model every single time. Let me give you another example. Remember the vaccine? Got to take the vaccine. Remember the montage we played a couple weeks ago? Remember that, fellas? You don't take the vaccine, you're killing people. Left-wing media. It was good. Disease would stop. Rachel Maddow said it would stop. Right now, if you just take the vaccine, we were like, ah, I'm not so sure this thing actually works. Maybe give it some time. Join the crusade. Take your damn vaccine. Big Pharma made a lot of money, feeding a lot of lobbyists a lot of money to get this thing mandated. A lot of crusaders. Take your vaccine, you're going to kill people. Now we find out that, yeah, the vaccine not only probably doesn't impact uh, the transmission of uh, multiple variants of COVID, but we find out that the vaccine may have some side effects they weren't exactly honest about. I saw my friend Grant Stinchfield had Peter McCullough on, a world-renowned cardiologist, about the vaccine the other day. And now we're finding out that not a large number of people, but a large enough number of people are having some complications because we didn't join the crusade. So I thought I'd play this again for those of you who have some concerns about the vaccine, because I know I do. You know my situation with the cancer. I've talked about it often, and it freaks me out. Listen to this. We started to see young athletes, cardiac side effects on on, on that front. Um, yet, how do you explain, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here, Doc. How do you explain when you have so many people that got it and have no side effects whatsoever? That was what Joe Rogan asked me a long time ago that, you know, how come everybody doesn't get sick from the shots? It turns out a paper from my Schmeling and colleagues from uh, Denmark showed about a third of the shots. There's no side effects whatsoever. None. There's a third of batches as if nothing's in it. Uh, another 70 percent or so. There's some mild side effects. And then 4.2 percent of the doses in this high risk batch. That's where the side effects are. So it turns out from vial to vial, it's not the same. So it's really luck of the draw. Some people are, you know, very unluckily so are getting high risk injections and there's no quality control over these batches, how much messenger RNA is in it or impurities or other problems. Now, we had Dr. McCullough on our show. I had him on Fox. I had him on my podcast, on my radio show. He said that multiple times. Luckily, a lot of you will be fine. Some of you will not. Were you warned about this properly? 
No, you were told you better join the crusade or you'll be a victim of their censorship too. A little late now, right? Folks, yesterday on the radio and the podcast, also I brought up the, the, the Democrats' obsession with artificial intelligence. This took off on the radio show, by the way. The radio show yesterday went in a totally different direction because so many people were like, you totally nailed it on this AI thing. The Democrats are obsessed with AI because they're afraid artificial intelligence will be honest in the future. If it were, and it's a, I'm worried about artificial intelligence for national security reasons. The Democrats are worried because they don't think they'll be able to tell political lies anymore. If a conservative company were to put an honest AI out there as a search engine, they'll give you answers the left doesn't want to hear. No, the border isn't secure, all this other stuff. Here was Kamala Harris again. I saw this after the show ended yesterday. Kamala Harris again proving my point that they're only obsessed with censoring AI. They're not worried about the national security stuff at all. Listen to this. And when people around the world cannot discern fact from fiction because of a flood of AI-enabled myths and disinformation, I ask, is that not existential for democracy? (laughs) Don't listen to me. Listen to them. If we're not allowed to censor like we did with social media, it's existential for democracy. Never heard that before. He's right. Everything's existential for democracy. Do you notice that with these people? Everything. They are full of shit. They're always full. They don't give a damn about the serious implications of AI for our national security at all. All they care about is they're afraid it's going to compete with search engines and social social media in the information wars of the future, and they won't have control over it. That's it. That's all they care about. Yeah, the New York Times, right? The, the democracy in the Washington democracy dies in the darkness, folks. They are the darkness. All right, I usually don't like to end the show, uh, especially towards the end of the week, on such a dour note. But um, this segment touched me yesterday a lot. I've, uh, you know, I, uh, I am. Uh, uh, maybe I should play it because it's just hard for me to talk about. But uh, one of the Israeli EMS emergency medical service workers who responded to the terror attacks. Some of them have gone public, and one of them was telling their story yesterday uh, on a cable news network. And I don't want you to ever forget what happened over there. If you have it in you to listen to this, I'd, I'd appreciate it. If not, you know, I understand. I see a lot of you listening now, and I get it. But I think you need to hear this. Don't ever forget who the enemy is. Take a listen. There was a, a little girl, around eight or nine years old. And they cut her hand here, over here. They cut it or they cut it all? They just cut it all. No hand. She was still breathing. She was just like shaking. And I prefer my tourniquet, but it was her left breathing. Her left breathing. I wasn't there earlier to save her. She just lost so many blood for hours, all by herself. No one was near her even. She was so afraid, her eyes, all by herself. I just want you to remember, I'm 
you know, it's so hard to talk about this stuff. There was one side of this fight that targeted eight, nine-year-old girls and innocent civilians, targeted them intentionally for the worst kinds of torture and death. And there's one side that, yes, has and will continue to kill civilians in the future as part of a military strike. But it's not intentional. It's done as a result of the war declared on them. That's hard to listen to. That's, um, I saw that yesterday and I, I, I just, uh, It's just the savagery. It's, you know, when you have kids, you don't need, you don't know the matter, but when you have kids, it just hits you so much worse. So uh, I appreciate you tuning in. You know, it was a heavy show today, a lot of information in there. I'm sorry to leave you with that, but I just want you to always remember these people are coming for us next. Just listen to their own words. If you doubt me, just go to yesterday's podcast and just play the beginning. These people are demons, they're savages, and they're cowards and they're chumps. It's up to you to defend yourself, defend your family, and be prepared. No one's coming for you. These are the kind of people we're dealing with. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I will see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.